Do you realize that Tuesday is Washington's birthday? Well, frankly, I hadn't given it much thought. Would you like me to bake a cake or something? Oh, how about a, uh, a cherry tree pie? <laughs> Isn't it funny? Of all the wonderful things Washington did, the first thing that comes to your mind is that silly little fable about his telling the truth. And speaking of the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is international sterling. That's for sure. <laughs> Solid silver with beauty that lives forever is International Sterling. From Hollywood, International Silver Company, creators of International Sterling, presents The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. Rogers Road, where the Nelsons live, there's usually an air of happiness prevailing. It starts at the big friendly welcome mat on the front porch and continues clear through the big friendly house to the big friendly backyard where Nick, the family setter, lives. He's the big friendly dog with the laugh and his bark. But today there's one face that doesn't fit in with this happy atmosphere. Young David Nelson seems to have something on his mind. What's wrong, David? You've hardly said a word all morning. It's nothing, Mom. Well, there's something bothering you. What is it? It's nothing, really, Mom. David. Harriet, please. You say it's nothing, David. Is that right? That's right, Pop. All right. If it's nothing, it's nothing. We'll just forget it. It's here in the paper. It is something. Oh? I kind of thought you'd like to tell us about it. What seems to be the trouble? It's nothing, Pop. David, we're not trying to pry into your personal affairs, but why don't you just tell us about it? Maybe we can help you. It's kind of silly, I guess. See, Grace Johnson invited me to her party Friday night, and I told her I'd come. Well, that sounds very nice. Yeah, but our team is supposed to play basketball Friday night, so i got to tell her I can't make it. Is David a dope pop? Ricky, read your comic book. In other words, David, you mean you forgot you had to play basketball, and that's why you accepted her invitation? Oh, no, I remembered it. You mean when you accepted Grace's invitation, you knew you couldn't make it? That it was the same night as your basketball game? Yes, sir. Now is David a dope pop? Ricky. <laughs> well, then why did you accept it, David? Well, golly, Mom, she seemed so excited about the party. I just didn't have the heart to disappoint her. Well, I realize how you must have felt, David, but you're going to have to tell her sometime. Now it'll be a bigger disappointment. You find it's much better to tell people the truth right off. Otherwise, you'll wind up in an embarrassing situation for everybody. Are they going to have ice cream at the party? Oh, sure, gallons of it. That's another thing, Pop. I'd feel awful silly if I turned on the party and then the basketball game was called off. Do you think that's possible? Never called one off yet. Oh, Rick, you keep quiet. Do you think it may be called off, David? Well, I don't know. There's always a chance. Lots of things could happen. Like what? Oh, suppose the captain of the other team gets the measles. That sounds to me like a pretty remote possibility. Maybe not, Pop. A couple of weeks ago, we were supposed to take an arithmetic test, and the teacher got the appendicitis. Well, that was just a rare coincidence. I think the safest thing for you to do is call Grace on the phone and tell her you can't make it. 
Maybe I could go to the party first and then play basketball. <laughs> I think you'd be too full of ice cream and cake to play much of a game. He could be the basketball. <laughs> I guess I'll just think it over. Well, it's your problem, David. But you know the old proverb, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Procrastination is the thief of time. Oh. Are you going to say something, Harry? Yes, did you go downtown and pay the gas bill yesterday? You said you would. Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, Harriet. Now, here is a perfect example of the point I'm trying to make, David. Your mother asked me to pay the gas bill yesterday, and instead of putting it off until tomorrow, I'm going down and pay it today. <laughs> Which Mrs. Jones? Which Mrs. Jones are you, Mrs. Jones? Never mind, Ricky. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Harriet. This is Pamela. You haven't forgotten you're having dinner with us tonight, have you? Oh, no, Pamela. I'm glad you called, though. I'm not sure I know how to get out to your house. Oh, well, that's why I phoned. Have you got a pencil? Mm-hmm, right here. Well, first of all, you come straight out Baldwin Boulevard. Um, now, now, wait till I get my directions straight. <laughs> I can never remember East from West or North from South. Now, when I'm facing the radio, the wing chair is east. Uh, you come towards the Davenport, that's north, north on Baldwin Boulevard, until you get to the corner where Castle Road crosses. And when you get there, have your husband slow down. The shop on the corner has a hat in the window that's just perfect for you. <laughs> you love it. Good, I could use a new hat. We go out Baldwin and turn at the cute hat. That's right, yes. You turn left, and then you'll be on Castle Road. Then you turn... Oh, no, 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 let me face the radio again. Uh, you turn to the wing chair, that's east, east, east on Castle to Oak Street. And as you make the turn, you'll notice a little dress shop on the corner. Should I have Ozzy slow down again? By all means, dear, that little tap of the dress in the window there is out of this world. <laughs> you turn right. All right. Down Baldwin, turn left at the hat. Down Castle, turn right at the tap of the dress. Yes, I think that's right. Now, 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 wait just a minute. Now, I want to be sure I'm right. Let's see, you come toward the Davenport, you turn to the radio, <laughs> then you head for the bookcase. Oh, it's left, left on Oak. Left? Yes. And you live at 1340 Oak? Yes, that's right. Uh, the numerals on the door will say 134. The O's missing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll find it, Pamela. About what time should we be there? Oh, about 7. Oh, Harriet, wait a minute. Wait, dear, I'll give you the directions over again. Oh, I'm sure I got them straight, Pamela. But I just remembered. I moved all the Oh, hiya, Thorny. Any sign of the bus yet? Oh, hi, Oz. No, not yet. Lots of buses, but the wrong ones. It's kind of chilly standing here, too. Well, hello there. How's the bowling champ? <laughs> well, for goodness sakes, look who's here. How have you been? Oh, just fine. And you? Oh, can't complain. Yeah, it sure is nice to see you again. Well, thanks. Where have you been keeping yourself lately? Oh, you know, around. <laughs> you fellows know each other, don't you? I don't think I've had the pleasure. Oh, I'm sorry. This is my neighbor, Mr. Thornberry. This is Mr. How do you do? Oh, I'm glad to know you. <laughs> How are things going? Oh, fine, fine. Just fine, thanks. How are things with you? Oh, it's great. Do you see any of the old gang lately? Uh, what old gang's that? 
you know, the... Uh, oh, yes, you mean the boys downtown. Yeah, yeah, the boys downtown. Oh, yeah, once in a while. Oh, I ran into Dick the other day. Oh, swell. Who is... Uh, how is he? <laughs> oh, he's doing fine. Says he sees Tom occasionally. Oh, <laughs> Good old Tom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than that, nothing new? No, same old grind. <laughs> How's the wife? Oh, she's fine. And uh, My wife's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say, uh, you never did come over for that fried chicken dinner. Well, that's your fault. You didn't invite us. <laughs> oh, I didn't? Well, we'll remedy that right now. How about tonight? Oh, no, 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 no. Not tonight. I mean, your wife will want to Oh, don't be silly. We always have plenty to eat, and the wife loves to cook. <laughs> yeah, I know, but no I, I don't excuses. believe in... No excuses. Shall we say about 7 o'clock? Oh, well, that's awfully nice of you, but really, we couldn't. Oh, no, no. Oh, here's my bus. Well, we'll see you at seven. Uh, j- just a minute. This is very embarrassing, but to be honest with you, uh, I- I'm afraid I don't remember your, uh, your address. Uh, where are you living now? Same old place. <laughs> yeah, it's right in the phone book. We'll see you at seven. <laughs> well, looks like you're invited out to dinner tonight, Oz. He seems like a nice fellow. Thorny, I know you won't believe this, but I can't seem to place the guy. His face is so darn familiar, but I can't remember his name for some reason. How can that be, Oz? You were carrying on such a brilliant conversation. I don't know where we know him from. He mentioned something about bowling, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. But he also called you champ, so I'm sure he's never seen you bowl. (laughs) I hope Harriet remembers him. She probably will. She has a wonderful memory for names, thank goodness. Well, that's all you're worried about, Oz. I know his name. You do? Well, then why didn't you tell me? You didn't ask me. That'd be ridiculous. I was dying to worry about it. How did you know his name? You told me. I told you? Well, sure, you said very distinctly, Mr. Thornberry, meet Mr. Rush Rush Rush. <laughs> news for you. We're going out to dinner tonight. Well, good for you. I didn't think you'd remember it. In fact, I don't remember telling you about it. Well, how could you tell me about it? We weren't invited until about an hour ago, and I was the one who accepted the invitation. You mean you met Pamela downtown? Pamela? Who's Pamela? Pamela Jones in the PTA. I don't even know her. Oh, of course you do. She was at the Randolph's New Year's Eve party. It's funny I don't remember her. You sure I met her? Well, believe me, dear, you met her. I'm sure you did. Well, I wonder why I don't remember it. Don't you remember that tall, beautiful, red-haired girl with a strapless evening gown? Oh, oh yes, of course. Well, well, Pamela was sitting right next to her. No wonder I didn't remember it. How did she get into the conversation, anyway? I just told you. We're going over there for dinner tonight. She invited us about two weeks ago. Uh, Harriet, I think we've got one of those little problems that make life so interesting. What did you do? I accepted another invitation for us. For dinner tonight? Yeah. Well, when was this? Just about an hour ago. Oh, that's a shame. After all, what kind of an invitation is that at the last minute? Probably somebody else couldn't show up. Well, Harriet, I don't think that's a very nice way to talk about a good friend of mine. (laughs) But but it's such a strange thing to do. I mean, at the last minute like that. Who was it? 
Uh, you know, that, uh, that fellow we know from the bowling club. Oh, what's his name? You don't know his name? Oh, sure. Uh, that is... I think I'd know it if I heard it. His face was very familiar. Let me get this straight now. You accepted a dinner invitation for tonight, and you don't even know the man's name? Well, frankly, Harriet, I was counting on you. You're always so good at remembering names. What does he look like? Well, he's about uh, average height, average weight, a very pleasant average face. Does that sound like anybody we know? It sounds like everybody we know. <laughs> Where did you say we know him from? The bowling club. I'm sure of that much because he said so. Gee, I wish you'd think a little because I know you know him. You're kind of a disappointment, dear. I was counting on you. But I never go to your bowling club. Well, sure you do. You were over there ladies' night, the, the big tournament a, a few weeks ago, wasn't it? That was last 4th of July. <laughs> really? Gee, I, I was sure it was Labor Day. Well, maybe you can think of it while I'm making the sandwiches. What sandwiches? The ones you always eat before we go out to dinner. Oh, don't bother. What a dreadful mess. Here we are with two dinner dates, and one of them we don't even know who the people are. Are you sure you don't want the sandwiches? I have them practically made. No, no, thanks. I'm so worried I've completely lost my appetite. Uh, what kind of sandwiches? <laughs> Bacon and tomato and whole wheat with Thousand Island dressing? Well, as long as you've gone to all the trouble, I'll just have one or two and a glass of milk. <laughs> I wish I could remember who this guy is. His face is so darn familiar. Well, why in the world didn't you just tell a man you couldn't remember his name? There's no crime in that. Harriet, you know very well you can't do a thing like that. Hurt a person's feelings? It's just like I was telling David this morning. It's always better to come right out... And... David's was an entirely different case. <laughs> Come on, Harriet, help me with this, will you? Now try and remember. A man about average height, average weight. Guys, now there's a situation. I bet there's nothing that beats it for confusion. Unless... Oh, wait a minute. I forgot about the subject of today's prices. Now, that's something that makes your head spin. But there is one exception to that. A really glorious exception. And that's the price of world-famous international sterling. This loveliest of solid silvers, this solid silver with beauty that lives forever, costs just exactly what it did five years ago. Other leading silver people have raised their prices, but not international sterling. The international sterling pattern of your choice is the same substantial weight, the same superb quality, yet it costs no more than in 1944. So by getting eight place settings in international sterling's lovely prelude pattern, rather than some other sterling, you save about $20, enough to buy eight additional teaspoons. And remember, this is international sterling. You can own nothing more beautiful. So visit your international sterling dealer tomorrow. Spend your dollars in the way that will reward you most richly by choosing International Sterling. See that man making his way laboriously up the street? That man is Ozzie Nelson, 
A man with a problem. Peterson. Wilson. Benson. Yeah, hello, Mrs. Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> oh, oh, hello, Emily. Mind if I walk up Roger's Road with you? No, no, just uh, help yourself. Simpson? Carson? Beg your pardon? And I'm trying to think of a man's name. Oh. William Johnson. William Johnson. William Johnson. Yes, that sounds familiar. Of course, that's my father's name. It's <laughs> terrible. Who is this man you can't think of? He's a, a good friend of mine. I bumped into him downtown. Well, maybe I can help you. What's his name? Oh, it's... That's what I've forgotten. Have you tried scratching your head? Yes, I, I tried that. It just made a lot of noise in my ears. Got a lot of grease on my hands. In fact, I tried every way I've ever heard of. I even stood on my head in the corner. That, that's supposed to help. But no names came to your mind? Only the ones Mrs. Nelson called me for getting footprints on the wallpaper. I wish I could help you, Mr. Nelson. Have you tried the psychology of association? You associate what you're trying to remember with some other thing and try and connect the two. Well, I... I, I met him in the bowling alley. The bowling alley. Try and picture the bowling alley in your mind. Bowling alley. Yes, I can see it. Now try and picture the man's face. His face. Yes, I, I see it. He's got a hole in his head. No, that's a bowling ball. <laughs> picture his face, Mr. Nelson. His face. The bowling alley. The bowling alley. His face. 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 The bowling alley. Have you got the picture? I think I've got it. His face. The bowling alley. His face. The bowling alley. What's his name? Al Bowling Face. You'd better start getting ready. We have to leave pretty soon. I wish you wouldn't do that, Harriet. You just disturbed my whole train of thought. And this guy's name right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. I thought you'd given up. Well, I can't give up. I've got to think of it somehow. Uh, Amy Lou just reminded me of something. The Association of Ideas. I'm working on that now. Well, don't forget we're supposed to be at Tamil's at 7 o'clock. This much I'm sure of. It must be a very average name. Why do you say that? Well, if it were an unusual, difficult name, I'd concentrate on it and remember it by Association of Ideas. I don't think I'd count on that too much. Well, you know it's true. You take George Trout down the block. A trout is a pretty unusual name, but it's easy to remember by the process of association. All you have to do is think of fish, and you've got it. Whenever I see George, I immediately think of fish, and right away I know his name. Ozzie, I was there the day you said, hello, Mr. Mackerel. <laughs> I don't remember any such thing. Trying to think of a man's name, the least you can do is help me. It's as much your fault as it is mine. My fault? How do you figure that? Well, you know how I depend on you to remember things for me. Your memory is so fine. That's why my memory isn't too good anymore. Well, now, how does that follow? Well, before we were married, I had a wonderful memory. But after we got married, I, I figured your memory was so good, I, I wouldn't need mine anymore, so I let it deteriorate. <laughs> See how I can be of any help. You haven't given me anything to go on. Well, it's not my fault. He just happens to be about average height and, and average weight. Sort of an average-looking fellow. 
Why don't you start to get dressed? Maybe you'll think of it later on. Seems so unfair. Somewhere in this town, an average man and his wife are expecting us for dinner. I just picture the poor guy sitting there wondering. He says to his wife, what happened to us? Looks over at her and he shrugs his shoulders. She's a medium build and about average height. <laughs> Does that help you any, the description of her? How do you know what she looks like? Well, it follows, doesn't it, that an average man with an average name would be married to an, an average girl? Shame. There they sit in their average little home. With their one and a half children. <laughs> one and a half. Yes, that's the average family, one and a half children. <laughs> Wait a minute, I remember something else. He mentioned two friends, uh, uh, Tom and Dick. What happened to Harry? <laughs> well, he's back in again. I don't know. That's... <laughs> See, oh, this is terrible. An average man and his average wife <laughs> sitting, waiting somewhere. The average food growing cold on their average table. <laughs> man, an average name, Brown, Smith. It's in the middle of this block. Block? <laughs> Blink? Blue? Bleep? Ozzy, it's just up ahead. Head. Head. Kilroy? Dr. Kildare? Dr. Gillespie? Dr. Barrymore? Just a little farther. Father. Father Crosby? Ozzy, we're going to the Joneses. Think of the Joneses for just a minute. Jones. Harriet, please, I'm trying to think of an average name. Oh, this is where we stop. Oh, well, why didn't you say so? Oh, what a cute little house. House. That's a pretty average name. Yes, lots of homes have it. Homes. Homes. Burton Homes. Burton. Button. Batten. Durston and Osborne. Come on. Bell. Pamela, well, we finally made it. This is Ozzy. Oh, how do you oh, do? How do you do? Come on in. I'm sorry. I'm afraid we're a little late. Oh, well, as a matter of fact, Harriet, it really doesn't matter. There's another couple coming for dinner, but they haven't shown up yet. Uh oh. Anybody we know? No, I don't think so. It's some friend of my husband's, Manny, met at the bowling club. <laughs> bowling club? Maybe I know him. Well, now, this is the ridiculous part. My husband doesn't even remember his name. <laughs> All he knows about the man is that he's average height, average weight, <laughs> average face. Can you imagine anything so silly? <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, I can. Now you somebody come in, Pamela. Oh, yes, here the Nelsons are here. This is my husband. Hello. What? Well, Jonesy. Why, Nellie. <laughs> I 
awesome little story when you came in, Oliver. Oliver? Oh, that's a twist. Well, <laughs> yeah, my old friend Oliver. You're interrupting Ozzy. And Ozzy, old pal. Oh, do you two know each other? Why, of course we know each other. Why do you think they're here for dinner? Because I invited them. You invited them. I invited Ozzy today. You invited them. <laughs> this is all very easily explained, isn't it, Harriet? I don't know. Let's hear you do it. <laughs> Well, uh, Oliver, uh, you see, you invited us for dinner tonight, uh, and your, your wife invited us for dinner, and when we found out we'd both been invited to the same house, <laughs> we laughed and laughed. <laughs> it was the funniest thing we'd ever heard. <laughs> it <was> marvelous. <laughs> oh, it was a riot. <laughs> you mean Ozzy is the man whose name you couldn't remember? What's this? Oh, Pamela, why did you have to tell on me? Well, to tell you the truth, Ozzy, I, I didn't remember your name. Oh, it's so embarrassing, too. You knew me so well. You even in, in, introduced me to your neighbor, Mr. Um, uh, I, I, I wondered if you knew who I was. Oh, I recognized you immediately, but I just couldn't place your name. Oh, I hope you aren't offended. Why don't we just forget the whole thing? Some of us remember, and, and uh, some of you don't. Oh, poor Oliver. He's always forgetting people's names. I'll bet Ozzy never does that. Um, does he, Harriet? Uh, no, Ozzy's got a wonderful memory. <laughs> what was the name of that dress shop we saw coming over here? A dress shop? Marshall's. Wasn't that the name? Yes, Marshall's. And remember that dress in the window? You said you were going to buy it for me. I did? You should remember. Why, well, I, I guess if I don't, I, well, this is blackmail. <laughs> And there was an alligator bag just made for that dress. Yes, I remember saying you could have that, too. You can bring your things in here, Harry. I'll be right there. Ah, your wife's very attractive, Ozzy. Is she from around here originally? Uh, no, uh, she's descended from a very well-known Midwestern family. Uh, perhaps you've heard of them, the James boys, Jesse James. <laughs> If Ozzy can just keep the conversation kind of general, maybe... <laughs> it's quite a situation, Mr. Smith. And you know, it reminds me of the new clerk from the silverware store whom I met yesterday on the street. Oh, another victim of confusion? Decidedly. He thought I was somebody else entirely. But he seemed to be sure of one thing, that both I and the woman he thought I was had just recently bought a set of international sterling. He even named a pattern. It was Prelude. And he was right, too, at least about me. And about the other woman, too, I'll bet. Because, you know, Prelude is one of International Sterling's best-loved designs. And not without reason, either. Prelude is a love story, translated into gleaming, solid silver by the famous International Sterling silversmiths. Complete to the delicate flowers that look like a bride's bouquet on the tip of the handle. Prelude is perfect for me, Mr. Smith. Say, uh, did you notice how perfect the price of Prelude is, by any chance? Did I? Why, I saved just about $20 by getting eight place settings of International Sterling's Prelude pattern, rather than some other Sterling. Uh-huh. International Sterling gives you real value for your money. Its prices haven't gone up in five years, and every piece reveals the quality and craftsmanship that have made the name International famous for generations. Mm -hmm. Could you ask for anything better than that? The answer to that is no. So, see International Sterling tomorrow, won't you, folks? 
It's the solid silver with beauty that lives forever. And, by the way, there's a very interesting article and some color pictures of the entire Nelson family in the March issue of Radio Stars and Television magazine. Aren't you ashamed of yourself telling those fibs tonight? I just told that one little one. You told two. One about the dress and the other about the alligator bag. Oh, those. I was figuring you'd bail me out of those. You see, if you really do buy me the dress and bag, then I was telling the truth retroactively. Is that the right word? It seems to be doing the job. <laughs> uh, what fib did you have in mind? The one where I said you don't forget names. Well, I don't usually. Oh, Ozzy. There's one girlfriend of mine you've known for five years. Part of the time you call her Julie, and the rest of the time you call her Judy. What is her name? Mary Peterson. <laughs> Good night, Martha. Good night, George. Tune in next week to another adventure of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. And remember, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is International Sterling. Yes, Harriet, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is International Sterling. This is Vern Smith speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs>